This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they slave away. While we devoted full time to floating under the sea. The 1989 Little Mermaid was the film that turned the Disney Studios' fortunes around after a string of uninspired animated features. It was a stone-cold classic, the sort that Uncle Walt used to make. It got everything right, a modern heroine, genuinely amusing sidekicks, some great songs and the clever Disneyfication of Hans Christian Andersen's romantic but tragic original. What I want from you is... Your voice. My voice? You've got it, sweet case. Oh, you've been turned into a human. Have you lost your senses completely? The human world, it's a mess. And for a solid decade, Disney animators could do no wrong. They followed The Little Mermaid with Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin and The Lion King, all original, deftly produced and enchanting. But for the last decade, Disney's decided to abandon original and enchanting in favour of simply duplicating what worked before. And here they go again. Wouldn't it be amazing to discover someplace no one's ever seen before? Really? I would love to see that. When I give the signal, drop me. Got it. No, you, you the rationale is that what worked before will work again if it's given flashier 3D animation and new, more relevant performers. Now, I've seen no evidence that this is the case, incidentally. The audience I saw this Little Mermaid with were clearly indoctrinated already, calling out favourite plot points as they happened. Hey, you listen to me, bird. The king can never hear of this. We are going to forget this ever happened. Ariel! Sorry about that! Still, comparisons being odious, let's all pretend this is the original movie. And we open on a ship above the sea where Prince Eric is having some difficulty in a storm. Oh, Abandoned ship! Under the sea, we meet mermaid Ariel, who it seems is fascinated by the world of humans. Despite the warnings of her father, the king of the sea, she hangs around the shore and, of course, regularly bursts into song, explaining why she's doing it. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. Actually, breaking my ignore-the-original-movie rule for a moment, my complaint about most films from the Disney renaissance of the 90s was that they tended to overdo the songs a bit. Did we really need a song about every twist of the plot? Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wonder 
Apparently we do. In fact, the remake goes even further. Original songwriter Alan Menken and new lyricist Lin-Manuel Miranda have written even more songs, all a solid two or three minutes long. Anyway, Ariel saves Prince Eric and then flees before he can get a good look at her. This doesn't go down with either Eric's mum, the Queen of Dry Land, or Ariel's dad, the Undersea King. You broke the rules. You went to the above world. A man was drowning. I had to save him. This obsession with humans has to stop. I just want to know more about them. Ariel obsesses over Eric because, well, you know, love at first sight, hands Christian Anderson. And despite the advice of her comedy sidekicks, a crab, a gannet and a fish called Flounder, she decides to get help from Ursula, the evil sea witch. Ariel, don't! Poor child. I can help you. You can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself. Is that even possible? That's <laughs> what I live for. Ursula, a tentacled Melissa McCarthy, arranges one of those fairy tale deals where Ariel can become human, but with all sorts of strings attached. She can't talk, she has to kiss the prince before midnight, that sort of thing. But at least the tale's gone. Something about you seems different. I can't quite figure it out. She got legs, you idiot. The Little Mermaid rests on the appeal of the star Halle Bailey, who's perfectly fine, by the way. She and the director, musical veteran Rob Marshall, are essentially giving us a high-tech Broadway version of the original film. And like all Disney's past live-action remakes, you can't deny so much work by so many people has gone into this one. And yet, it remains a cover version. And a cover version, no matter how faithful, will always miss that spark of inspiration that made people fall in love with the original. It's the difference between karaoke and Caruso. Meanwhile, photoreal animation brings its own problems. Sometimes it's too real. Your father wants you to stay as far away from the human world as possible. Can you help me? Ariel killed the prince yet? Not kissed, you bird brain. With a hand-painted animated shark, a lot can be suggested. A photo-real shark is a big, scary, Jaws-type monster. And same with Ursula the Sea Witch when she gets big and threatening at the end. She looks like something from Cloverfield. Coming out of it afterwards, the six to ten-year-old seemed mostly happy enough, but I couldn't help noticing that there seemed to have been a lot more toilet breaks throughout the film than if they'd been truly gripped. Or maybe it was just all that water. He's a human. You're a mermaid. That doesn't make us enemies.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.